You're listening to Be Connected Radio, where business meets, well, more business really. Be Connected Radio. Listen, connect, collaborate. Wouldn't it be great? Peace of mind, more time with family and friends, financial security, as well as a business that runs smoothly on its own without you having to be there. If this is how you want to spend your life, then you need some basic business essentials. Business Essentials is a short-term course you can do online in your own time that will provide you with the tools and guidance guaranteed to bring you peace of mind, business success, more free time, and a smooth-running business. Enroll now. Visit alanstevens.com.au alanstevens.com.au Work, eat, sleep, work and more work. Chain to your business? Delegating has never looked better. Break the cycle of more effort for less with a remote hero. Our experts can run the back end of your business so you can focus on what's most important. Hire world-class talent, grow and save thousands of dollars. Now is your chance to make the journey and destination great at an awesome price. Get on a free strategy call with us on hireava.com.au.
and that's how my deal I found pressure Don't wanna see the numbers I wanna see heaven You say could you Write a song for me I say I'm sorry I put you that I believe When I go home I tend to close the door I never want to more So sing with me Can't you see I don't have
here on the Be Connected Business Show. I'm here today with Rebecca Mitchell from Empowered Finance, and we're going to have a little bit of a chat about her, her business, her vision, where she came from. Hey, the normal stuff. Let's get to know each other. G'day, Rebecca. How are you? I'm good, thanks, Jason. How are you? I'm really, really good. It's uh, a Saturday morning. Got to love my Saturdays. Not supposed to be working yet. Here I am. Okay. Listen, I'm going to start off. We, we, with the same way I pretty much start off with everybody. I, I want to know about Rebecca, who Rebecca is, where she comes from. There's, there's a backstory, right? Because, because you're running your own business and we never grow up as kids going, we're going to run our own business. We get a job and eventually go, no, we want to run a business. What's the story behind Rebecca and Empowered Finance? Sure. So, um, so I, I, where did Rebecca come from? Well, she came from her mother. Oh, just kidding. Um, so I grew up in, in the, um, suburbs of Kingsgrove. So, um, yeah, grew up in Kingsgrove. Uh, decided I wanted to become a, I actually wanted to become a lawyer, but I got told no, I wasn't going to university by my mother. So I had to go get a real job. Um, so I went and did a, got a temp job in the bank and basically worked my way through different areas of lending, uh, approving loans, having a a sign-off authority of up to $2 million. And it um, got to a point where I actually wanted to start helping people from the beginning of the process, not just being the person who said yes or no, you could have a loan. So that's when I decided to become a mortgage broker about 15 years ago. And I haven't looked back since because I just love helping people. And if I couldn't be a lawyer helping people, I'm becoming a mortgage broker helping people. So at the end of the day, I'm still helping people. Uh, so, so working in the bank? Yes. Which bank? I started working in Westpac. Okay. We, we had a conversation with Mark Grant uh, a couple of weeks ago. He actually started off in Westpac as well. So I believe it or not, I used to work for Westpac. Oh, did you? I, I did. I used to uh, used to be in the call centre. I was the, the person you rang up and had a bit of a whinge too, and I'll go, yeah, no worries, mate. I uh, <laughs> didn't last there very long. I didn't uh, didn't particularly like it, but uh, it seems to be the place everybody starts. So, so yeah, obviously that that was your first job. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Job. So, so finance is is where you started. It is fair to say you really don't know any difference. You just followed along that. It's not as if you'd uh, come from being a lawyer to being a banker. No, I basically. Um, I actually hated <laughs> finance at school. Um, anything to do with money, uh, maths. I liked getting money, but anything to do with maths, I didn't like. So, but yeah, I've not known anything else other than finance. So that's been anything that I've done since I left school has been finance related. Okay. So when you you left the bank, yes, was that was to run your own business or work for somebody else? What was the goal? Yeah, so I, so I left Westpac and I moved around to various different banks and lenders working for them. So I moved from Westpac to a non-bank lender, um, which is, I don't think they're around anymore. 
Um, moved to Wizard, uh, which used to be Mark Boris's company many, many, many years ago. Uh, then I went to ANZ, uh, doing credit in ANZ. That's where I had my $2 million sign-off authority. Uh, then I went from there to become a mortgage broker. So actually, no, I went to Mortgage House first for a couple of years, and then I decided I wanted to be a mortgage broker after that. Okay. Um, still had to work for myself. I was still working for, um, actually, we started as a mortgage broker working for a national accountancy firm called Chan and Naylor in Pimble in Lower North Shore, Sydney. And then it got to a point in 2014, um, decided to go into business with my, my best friend at the time, and we ran uh, Awesome Lending Solutions, which was my previous business, for eight years. So that was my first experience of being self-employed. Okay, we'll have a little bit of a break and I'll I'll touch a little bit on that. Of disease, 
Put you on the map. I'll cure you of disease.
Hi guys, we're back. I'm still here with Rebecca. Um, we're just having a bit of a chat about her jump from uh, working in the banking industry and the lending sector to actually running a, her own business. And what, one of the things, and again, I always ask people this, it, it interests me. When you, you first decided to run your own business, what were the pitfalls? What did you come up across? What did you find that you didn't expect and you had to change? One of the main things that I didn't expect <clears throat> had to change was my opinion on, um, well, not my opinion, but my attitude towards money because I'd already had, always had money coming in every, you know, every week, every fortnight because working for someone else, you, you know, you get a regular, a regular wage and a regular bank check. But working for yourself, you've got to basically make your own money um, and pay your bills and pay people. And if you don't have the money to pay them, or if you don't have money to pay them as well as yourself, then you go without and you have to pay your staff. So that was a real attitude shift and an attitude change of, you know, how to manage money So for our own business. Uh, and, and it is. It's a, it's a huge mindset, isn't it? You, yeah. you, you've got to do this shift that you, you're no longer swapping time for money. And that's what we've always done. Like most people, you know, I'm going to do this and I want 20 dollars $30, $40, $50 an hour to do that to mm-hmm. now you'll you'll work 10 15 hour days for nothing correct but then you might make a thousand dollars the and next it. day that's it exactly it's the up and down you know the the peaks and troughs i suppose of you know you could work like you said you know 10 or 15 hours a day and not not see anything and then all of a sudden you know the next day or the day after it's there and it's just like Wow, okay. Where did that come from? <laughs> now, I'm going to throw a real curly one in now, and, and I'm waiting for you to look at me as if, like, why did you ask me that question? But there, there's been a massive shift in, in the mortgage-breaking industry over the last couple of years, and I think you know where I'm going with this. It, it's because of the Royal Commission. Yes. Uh, there was a lot of lot of issues and a lot of dodgy stuff going on back then. Not saying yes. you were involved, but we know there were, the, the banks were involved, Westpac, didn't they get fined or something like oh, that? Oh, yeah. They got, yeah. They got into a lot of strife, yes. Yeah. So what what changes as a mortgage broker? Because you would have been working before then and after then. What changes were brought into the industry? And, and what level of education did you have to, like, in, increase? Well, you know, what, what did you guys have to do differently as mortgage brokers after the Royal Commission? Yeah, that's that's a that's a really good question. Not too curly. It's it's you know it's a usual one that you get asked when you've been in the industry for quite a while and seen things that I've seen. And you know the Royal Commission wasn't was a really tough time. Um, you know, the the talk of us not getting paid, uh, you know, commission and that we're only just you know we're lending, getting people loans just for you know, getting the higher commission. Really, it hurt actually, that people thought that that was what most mortgage brokers were doing. Look, don't get me wrong, there's a there's dodgy brokers out there, there's dodgy brokers in everything or dodgy people in every industry. Um, so what we had to change was just that mindset that we're not just in it for the commission, we're not just in it for the money, we're there to actually help people and, and give them the most suitable solution. And that's something that had to change. We couldn't say the best loan anymore. It had to be the most suitable for that particular time in that particular situation. And also it brought in what we call best interest duty. So there was a lot more of compliance, um, which had to, you know, had to be explained to the client and a lot more paperwork that had to be signed acknowledging that we were getting paid for this loan and that we were, you know, we, we can't charge the client anymore. We can only get paid by the lender. So that was a lot of things that had to change. So it was a lot of, all of a sudden it was a visibility and accountability. Yes. I, I had a friend that did a stint uh, as a mortgage broker at uh, Aussie John Simon's place. Well, Aussie oh, yes. And, yes. Um, he was there and he was at another place, and I can't remember which one that, that this happened at, but he, like, got one week's training. And oh, he wow. used to go out on a league and... Yeah, they just look, oh, this is what we've got. Oh, we can get that down for you. And they charged $3,000, but they'd put that on the mortgage. Oh, wow. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, that they was, weren't yeah, was getting paid, but they weren't telling people that because the mortgage repayments were still lower. So you, yeah. you could, at, at the time, I thought, well, that's a bit strange. But, mm. you know, obviously the, the government's looked at that and gone, hold on, you know, that, that can't be done. And I think, look, I think, Accountability and visibility in, in any business. Uh, it, it, it's something that needs to be there. 
Uh, oh, definitely. And, and I know a number of mortgage brokers, and and you know that they're saying to me that 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 the amount of extra work they have to do. But one of the things that I've noticed, I've seen a lot of them drop off and a lot of them pick up. And the ones that pick up are the ones that want to do it. They enjoy doing what they do and they don't mind doing the extra paperwork and, and the right. accountability. Whereas the ones that dropped off, oh, this is too hard. They were Correct. probably dodgy ones. So I think it's a, it, it, it's a good way to sweep out the wheat from the jar. Well, yeah, it's like when the, the national compliance credit policy came in however many years ago now as well, that got rid of a lot of the, the you know, people that were in it for the money because you had to have all this compliance stuff. You had to do your certificate for. You couldn't be a mortgage broker, just go from being, you know, a, a shop filler or, a, you know, shelf filler to being a mortgage broker overnight. You had to do the right training and that got rid of a lot of people. And then, yeah, when when the Royal Commission came through, that got rid of a lot of other people that just, yeah. it was just too hard, too much paperwork. They didn't really have the passion in it. They just saw it as, you know, a good way to make money. Um, so, yeah, so I, I welcome a lot of the compliance and a lot of the training because it does it does give you that level of, as you said, accountability and visibility and you, you get seen as an expert and authority in your field because you've got all this knowledge behind you and all this compliance and accountability behind you, I think.
cheaper mortgage like they used to do 10 years ago before the Royal Commission. So so as a mortgage broker, where, where do you get, where do you do your lead generation? Where do you get your inquiries from? Yeah, it's a great question. And, and it, that changed with all the Royal Commission because people weren't, weren't running out and going, find me the best mortgage that you can find me, like you said. So I find a lot of my lead generation comes through networking. And the reason it comes from networking is because you get that opportunity to build build relationships with people, um, you know, other like-minded individuals, um, you know, may not necessarily, you know, do the same thing as what you do, but you've got the same end client. So at the end of the day, when you build up a good relationship via networking, um, the, the leads and clients follow because they trust you, they like you, they know you, and they want to do business with you and they trust you with their clients. Okay, strategic partnerships, spoken like a true marketer. <laughs> uh, absolutely love it. So, look, so... I want to try and find out now, uh, because oh, this is a business show, so the majority of people that will be listening to this will be business owners, um, what what sort of mortgages are there? Because, again, if we go back to before the Royal Commission, low dock, no dock, anybody, can, you, mate, you, as long as you own a hammer, you could get a trainee mortgage, you know what I mean? Uh, yeah. Again, that's changed. <laughs> so as, as a business owner, what's available out there uh, because it used to be really, really difficult. Then it got really easy. Royal Commission came in. Yeah, what's it like now? If I wanted to remortgage or I wanted to get my first mortgage, what, what hoops have I got to jump through these days? What's available to me in the marketplace? Yeah, look, you know, there's still a lot of options available to those that are, are small business owners and self-employed and tradies. Um, the real only differences now i mean it's not as easy as signing off a piece of paper saying yes i can afford this loan which is the, the old no doc days look they were great wrote a lot of business but i don't know if they were really that great so nowadays you, you know you, you you have to talk to an accountant you, you 
the broker gets to talk to the accountant. They get a letter from the accountant saying, yes, I confirm this is what they own. You don't have to, you know, if you can't provide your tax returns, then we've got options for you. You, you sign off saying declare what you own. Your accountant supports that. We get some bad statements, business activity statements, and that helps So there are options out there for business owners. Um, the rates aren't economical. They're a little different to your, your standard home loan. Um, but there's still really good options out there for self-employed and small business owners as long as you, you can provide, you know, either your bad statements, your trading statements, or can get a letter signed off from your accountant, away we go. Yeah, because I, I, I remember oh, 20 years ago when I set up my first business in Australia, uh, my accountant turned to me and set up a company. I don't know, why do I want to set up a company? It's just me. Oh, because if you're a company, you're guaranteed 60% mortgage from a bank, regardless of what deposit you guaranteed it. I'm like, wow, what? <laughs> so I didn't. Uh, I just did say, oh, <laughs> a bit of a risk there. You're going to let me 60% on a house, regardless, yeah, just because yeah. I'm a proprietary and limited. Uh, so, you know, it, it's good that accountability is in there. Uh, so look- so I was just going to say, that's an example of what got what changed when, you know, Royal Commission came through. Accountants giving advice on loans. Like, <laughs> No. Yeah. yeah, they shouldn't, they shouldn't be doing it. Uh, they're, they're about cash flow, not about loans. But yeah, no, I can't say, oh, set it up as a company, you'll get 60% guaranteed. So it's like, mm-hmm. um, I, I got crucified years ago. I did a self-managed super, uh, and the guy, it just, it was dodgy. And, and so, you know, at least the Royal Commission's looked into that as well. I lost a lot of money, um, because they said, oh, yeah, you can do this, you can do this took it out of, of wherever I was and, and then got slammed in fees and all of a sudden I'm losing interest. They go, oh, no, you can't yeah. do that. Uh, the, the company that, that I paid to do that, that, they've now been put out of business for dodgy practising. So, mm. you know, that, that whole finance industry went through that bad period. So, you know, it's, it's yeah, good it was, that you've come out the other end. It was a really tough time. There was a lot of a lot of crap that was going on, basically, for lack of a better description. Yeah. So um, yeah. for, for people that are out there, um, that I'm just looking at the time, for people that are out there uh, and they're going, okay, I want to remortgage or I'm thinking about it, I might do something in the next couple of years, what advice would you give to those business owners? What do they need to do over the next 12 to 18 months? Yeah, look, um, get your paperwork together. Um, make sure you're putting income through your business because if you you know if you if you want to get a loan you do need to show that you've got some money in the bank don't stick um, it in your pocket put it in the bank don't stick it in your pocket put it in the bank um they're not as bad as everyone thinks they are not all the time anyway um, and just get you know get your get your bookkeeping in order get everything reconciled um because then you know all you got to do if you as i said if you you've got at least one year good tax returns um and a good accountant you're, you know, the world's your oyster as far as remortgaging or getting your first property is concerned when, you, when you've got your own business. Fantastic. Oh, look, if anybody out there listening wanted to connect with you uh, and find out more information, maybe get a bit more advice from you, how could they get hold of you? Yep, sure. So um, I've got, can either come via my website, which is www.empowered, so M for Mary, poweredfinance.au. Uh, or email me at rebecca at empoweredfinance.au. They're the best. You're listening to Be Connected Radio, where business meets, well, more business, really. Be Connected Radio. Listen, connect, collaborate.
Rebecca Mitchell, founder and director of Empowered Finance. I'm a mortgage broker and I love helping people. 
I like helping first home buyers get into their first home or their first investment just by guiding them through the process and jumping over any hurdles and cutting through any red tape that they think might be stopping them from getting them into that first home. I also help people look at their current portfolios, look at their interest rates and see where I can save on their monthly repayments. I'm able to save between $300 to $500 per month, which I think is a really great saving at the moment, given the increase in living expenses that we're all experiencing as a country. And in addition to all that, my one of my real greatest passions is helping people who are going through divorces, either by helping them buy out their ex-partner or buy that new family home for that fresh start. So if you need to talk to me, which you probably do, give me a call on 0412 481 983. That's Rebecca from Empowered Finance.